Hi, several weeks ago I was talking to a friend on the phone and he just shared how he hadn't seen another person for four days. As a result, he had felt very isolated. Sadly, isolation is a word that's come into our vocabulary a lot because of COVID-19. When we look at the Bible, we see a guy called Elijah who actually self-isolated, but it wasn't because of a virus. A queen, Queen Jezebel, had made a promise to take his life. And we read about it in 1 Kings 19 this way. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, Some way the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then he was afraid and he arose and ran for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked that he might die, saying, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. And he lay down and slept under a broom tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was at his head a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. And he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for you. And he arose and ate and drank, and went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights to Horeb, the mount of God. And see, we see this great guy, this great uh, man of God, suddenly had God gone from having faith in God to fright and fear for his life because of what Queen Jezebel had said. We saw him going from fight to flight. He'd actually taken on 450 prophets of Baal. We'd seen him going from fame to failure. He'd had success because of that victory on Mount Carmel, but now he felt an utter failure. He'd been a man who'd based his life on facts of what God had said and suddenly he let his feelings take over because he just wanted to die. He thought he was such a failure, there was no more point to living. But isn't it great that we see that God intervenes? First of all, he sends an angel to feed him, to allow him to sleep, to talk with him. And suppose we could get a little message there about mental well-being, how if we're feeling down, if we don't feel right, we should actually make sure we eat properly, we sleep properly, we converse with other people and we take some exercise. At the end of his exercise, which was quite long, he ended up on Mount Horeb. And there he waited. He waited for God. There was incredible strong wind that tore the mountain apart. There was an earthquake. There was fire. But God doesn't speak in any of that. God turns up in an unexpected way. In the Bible it says there was a little whisper. He heard God in this quiet voice. I suppose there's another message there isn't that often in life we look for God in the great sensational things. And God can turn up in those things. But here we see him turning up in a small, quiet voice, a whisper. I hope you know that experience in your isolation. God intervened in an unexpected way. That gives us hope. He talked with him. He reassured him. He did rebuke him gently 
and he did ask him to reassess what he was doing. What are you doing here, Elijah? Who's really, what's the point of being here? What are you up to? But he reassures him. Elijah thought he was going to be the only, in our language, Christian around. God tells him there'll be 7,000 others. But God renews his call and reassigns him. He gives him jobs to do. He resources him as well. He says that he's going to give him Elisha. Elisha was going to follow on to replace Elijah, but he'd got to train him up first. God just stepped into that situation. He didn't write off Elijah. Elijah had written himself off, but God hadn't. And I think that gives us great hope. I don't know what your isolation is like. You may not have even felt it. But can I just tell you that in the Psalms, we read these tremendous words about God. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. Isn't that incredible? There's nowhere we can go on this planet that God cannot reach. You may be feeling down at the moment, but God can penetrate that isolation. Why don't you reach out to him? Why don't you talk to him? And it's ironic that at this time of year, we're talking about God intervening in the history of the world by sending his son, Jesus. And Jesus knew about isolation. Those words that we know are in Psalm 22 as well. He cries out on that cross to his own father. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus knew about isolation. Therefore, he can understand my isolation when I feel alone, when I feel down. He knows what it's like to stand alone. That should give us comfort. On the news this week, one of the newsreaders, after an item about Christmas lights, said, and we need light in our lives at the moment. Isn't it incredible that we could go through Christmas and miss the point that Jesus the light of the world came into the isolation of humanity to show that you and I, whatever our background, can have a relationship with his Father in heaven. Isn't that incredible? We do not need to feel isolated. God is with us through Jesus, but he wants to be with us one to one if we open up our lives and let him in. Will we really have a happy Christmas? This year, by meeting up with Jesus, I hope so.